The crucified Jesus must come before the resurrected Jesus. It's uncomfortable and sad. Today we sit in that uneasy reality that our Savior dies. It's a gruesome, difficult, and completely unfair death. The cross itself is pretty significant to our theology. We often think of Jesus as the resurrected Messiah, but he was first the crucified Messiah. This might be a generalization, but it seems we are not surprised by the cross. We wear the cross as jewelry or tattoo it on ourselves. I have both. We see the cross in our worship spaces or perhaps have art pieces that bear the symbol. Every time I put on my cross necklace, I think of hope. Jesus resurrected. I don't think I'll wear my Roman torture mechanism today. The crosses you'll see in our worship spaces don't have a dead Jesus hanging on them. Walk into a Catholic church and that's different. We worship the same Jesus, but our focus tends to be on Jesus resurrected, not crucified, and there's good reason for that. But today, let's sit with Jesus crucified for a while. It's hard and it is deeply sad. The day of Jesus' crucifixion certainly had a religious impact 2,000 years ago, and it was a political and cosmic event too, throwing worldly systems out of order. The cross matters, not because it's an icon we wear, but because it changed history. As a religious event, the cross is a divine revelation to know God in a new and fresh way. What kind of God hangs on a tree Cursed, says Jewish law. As a political event, the cross mandates that Jesus Christ of Nazareth be acknowledged as Lord, not in mockery. The soldiers took Jesus into the courtyard of the governor's headquarters called the Praetorium and called out the entire regiment. They dressed him in a purple robe, symbolizing royalty, and they wove thorn branches into a crown and placed it on his head. Then they saluted him and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him on the head with a reed stick, spit on him, and dropped to their knees in mock worship. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. Jesus' death on this cross ironically marks him as the one and only king in contrast to kingship of emperor over empire. And as a cosmic event, God invades our present age to inaugurate an age to come. The next time you look up at a cross or put one on, let's remember the significance of Jesus' death before we jump straight to the resurrection, because his death has a personal impact for each and every one of us. One of my favorite songs that we sing around Easter is one you just heard, How Deep the Father's Love. There's a verse that brings me to tears every time I sing it because it's personal. Behold the man upon the cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. 
Let's let that sink in. Jesus hung on a cross for you and for me. This cross is really the pinnacle of God's great love for us. It shows us the character of God. We discover that God is made powerful in weakness. He's a different kind of king. What if, when we looked at the cross, we looked at Jesus' suffering as a mirror of our own suffering? Here's what I mean. It was two years ago on Good Friday. I was preaching with six other women at our West Des Moines campus. They had a noon service and then some evening services. And in that gap between the noon service and the evening services, I came back to Ankeny and I met my mom and sister at a hair salon. My mom was getting her head shaved on Good Friday two years ago. About 35 days prior to that, she'd been diagnosed with the most aggressive form of breast cancer. So Lent every year reminds me of intense and horrible suffering. On that day in that hair salon, I sat next to my mom and crying, I said to her, Mom, Jesus died today so that your cancer doesn't win. We all have experiences of suffering that this world throws at us. And Jesus intimately understands. He knows suffering And he bears that suffering and sin on the cross. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be known in our bodies, says Paul. In the final acts of his life, Jesus pours out forgiveness on his mockers and crucifiers. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. We see the character of God even in the face of his own suffering. He offers eternity to the criminal hanging on the cross next to him, who's only hope is Jesus. I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Again, we see the character of God to offer grace upon grace to anyone who wants it. Author Max Licato writes, it makes me smile to think there is a grinning ex-con walking the golden streets who knows more about grace than a thousand theologians. God's grace to us is free, but remember, it's not cheap. It costs Jesus his life. We're reminded that he's dying a completely human death as he cries out for his heavenly father, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Has God abandoned his son? There are a few moments that Jesus seems to lose contact with God in the garden before his crucifixion and now on the cross. And yet, he still chooses to cry out to God. For all of us, we will suffer. It is part of our world. Let's remember that even when God seemingly falls silent or it feels like he's left us, we can still cry out to him. 
When we suffer, let us remember Christ's sacrifice on this day, on that dreadful cross in the darkness of this world. And then Jesus declares, it is finished. It is finished is an English phrase, but only one word in the Greek. And the Greek tense in which it's written transcends time. It's the Greek perfect tense, which describes a past action whose effects are felt in the past, but whose effects also have implications for the future. When Jesus declares it is finished, it certainly mattered on that day, but it also matters for us today. And Jesus knew that. There is where we find hope in the cross, this Roman torture symbol. It's so backward, right? That's how Jesus' ministry was and is. It's ironic to the world. It doesn't fit the mold. And we are invited to participate in the cruciform life of Jesus, to be believers and followers who are made powerful in our weakness, who do not conform to the pattern of this world, to be believers united in suffering with fellow believers, and to humble ourselves on whatever cross it is that Christ calls us to. His dying breath has brought us life. We know that it is finished.